Welcome back to the Camel Call Podcast. Devin Budgerovich with you as we sit down with Kayla Shamback, former Campbell volleyball player, who's now in the coaching world of volleyball, in fact. She's at Eastern Kentucky, both on the beach side and the indoor side. Kayla is third all-time in Campbell career digs, and we talk about some of the key moments in her career, but also the transition into the coaching world and what's that been like from a player herself out of Florida to now mentoring players and recruiting her own crop of kids in the volleyball world. So we sit back and hope you enjoy this conversation with Kayla Shamback, the coach and former Campbell volleyball player. Okay, we're here with Kayla Shamback, former Campbell volleyball player, now a coach herself. Uh, she starts her coaching career not only at Virginia Tech, but now at Eastern Kentucky. And Kayla, I guess first and foremost, when you were playing at Campbell, one, did you imagine yourself going into the coaching world? And, and two, what's it like to now reflect on what's been a couple of years out of school? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. So I always wanted to coach volleyball um, ever since just kind of starting out. Like even in high school, I had the motivation to be a to be a coach. I just didn't know whether or not it would be in the college realm. Uh, I didn't know that was at an early age that I could do that um, until we had our GA, Alicia, at Campbell back when we had on my freshman and sophomore year with Cap Ruzzi. And so – Going into junior, senior year, I remember like talking to Greg and telling him that I had interest in it and that I wanted to apply to a scholarship to go to the big coaches convention and, you know, network and try to get my foot in the door before I graduated. And you know what? Like it worked out. I met great people. My first job was the best job I feel like I could get at the time. And it was the best moment for me because I got wonderful mentors out of it. And I think the experience there is really what set me up to be successful at Eastern now. Yeah, you met Joe Wilson at Virginia Tech, and, and that has to be neat because, of course, you competed against Tech in your career. You played against ACC teams. What's that like walking to the doors as a volunteer coach and, and kind of learning on the fly there in your first real job? It's definitely a little bit stressful just because I'm one of those personalities. I, I want to be a perfectionist. I want to be the best at what I do. and. I mean, regardless, like, it's just hard when you go into a new environment, especially at a bigger conference, a bigger school, like, it's just intimidating at that point. And when you have coaches that you're working with that have 10, 15, 20 years of professional experience, and I mean, they're the best people to learn from, you just feel kind of like, not that you're not good enough, but that you're just, you have so much to learn and you feel lost a little bit. Um, but I mean, I, you pick it up fairly quickly. Volleyball is volleyball, wherever you go, it's just getting used to not playing anymore. I think is the biggest thing that young coaches, including myself struggle with day to day. I am curious. Cause of course, in your first year there, Campbell came up for a tournament up, up to Blacksburg <laughs> and, and I know that had to be a, a sweet moment for many reasons, but what was it like coaching against your former teammates? And then of course, kind of interacting with Greg and all that before your match. Oh, that was one of my favorite games, especially because we got to host it at Tech. Um, so uh, it was nice to have, like, former teammates. And then, uh, especially for me, like, it was a sweeter moment to see Greg, um, like, fulfill the role, like, to see me, like, be in the coaching moment and be on the other side on the bench. And I think there was a little bit of pride there. And I was comfortable. And, I mean, you're, I'm ex I was the most excited probably that for that game uh, compared to the rest of our our staff and the players that we had at the time because it's your alma mater so at one point you're like oh I kind of want you guys to beat us but I, a, a coach is a coach like I'm not letting my team lose um so it's good because I had you know experience playing with those players so 
kind of sucked for them on their on Campbell's end, but you know, I tell them all the secrets like you got to hit this kid to the left or you got to move him around, you know, you got to like, hit the weakest link, like it's going to happen on every team and experience comes with that. So, it was exciting. I really enjoyed that game, especially cuz it was a preseason match, so it was a little bit more comfortable to be against them. No, and I, and I imagine you being super competitive that does uh, tug at your heartstrings a little bit on both sides of it. <laughs> oh, for sure, because you're watching, like, I mean, Alina was on the team, and she was just a little baby freshman when I played with her, and, you know, watching her in that junior junior role as an outside, it was just it was just nice to watch the dynamics of the team and, and how it's changed so much after each course of a season. You know, new leadership, um, new styles, like Greg was playing a, a different rotation from what I had played under him, and so it was it was a nice uh, change of scenery, at least for watching it rather than playing in it. And I know we've we've talked about this before, but I'm always curious, kind of how you go from one step to the next. So, so give me a sense. You know, this past fall, you were Eastern Kentucky, getting your feet wet in a full time position, and kind of how that came to be, and what you learned from that experience. Oh yeah, I mean, I was set up perfectly with Virginia Tech. I mean, Jill and. Coach Waz and Tom Amberg did a great job, you know, getting me prepared to leave that spring um, to fulfill a full-time coaching role. And it's a lot of responsibility and there's a lot of changes depending on what school you're at. But one of the best things about being an athlete is that you learn to be very adaptable. And I mean, my experiences from Campbell and at Tech, I feel, and also just my personality of, I just want to be around people. And like, that's the profession is, getting to know people, building relationships, and then obviously playing the game you love um, all day. So it's it's a little bit more of a situation. Oh, I don't even know how to, like, answer it fully, but um, that's kind of all I got. <laughs> no, it, it is neat because, of course, you're just getting ready for your second season, you know, before all this coronavirus stuff came down. But oh, I mean, for sure, like, when I came in to Eastern, I was unprepared for the beach season. Like, I was prepared to take it on as best I could, but we were in beach and I had not played that competitively um, like others had and neither had the rest of our staff. We all had experience with it, like for fun or like growing up, like playing in like some small tournaments, but not at the collegiate level. And so we all had to play a little bit of catch up. And we had that first year that um, it didn't like none of our scores counted against us. None of the games uh, just because it was the first season. And then this year was supposed to be like our official first year um, where the girls will, you know, have an OVC tournament and all that jazz. Um, Cause last year was just like a building year for it. And now it's, it's sad that we can't do that anymore, but I, I loved the beach experience and it was um, nice to have that with the coaching side. Cause as a player, I mean, we're throwing our kids into it and we're just using the, the best we can making the best experience out of it. And I think they did a great job. Um, adapting to it. I'm curious, too, because we see programs, at least locally, South Carolina, UNC Wilmington, uh, mm -hmm. teams like that have started to add the, the beach sport. Some are dual athletes and some obviously are just specifically to beach. But what is that transition like for a kid who, let's say, is playing indoor and then wants to get ready to play the beach side of things? I think there's pros and cons to everything. I mean, for our kids at, at EKU, I think it's a great great resource to become a better athlete overall to become um, more savvy with your volleyball uh, play because you know you're normally at least from the course of when I've played like middles 
strictly train front row, liberos train back row, and beach gives you the chance to play all skills and to use all skills to your advantage. And you get to read people uh, a lot more, and there's a lot more focus on that in, on the beach side. And so I personally, as a coach, love that, especially from a defensive side. Um, I think our kids coming into, like, the spring indoor and just playing on their feet on the court, they were faster, they were smarter with where they put the ball, and they just understood, like, how to have control. So I personally think it's a good thing to have. Um it, it definitely takes the right kids to recruit to do both. Um, and this year with it being our first year, like we didn't have kids that were prepared to play beach, but they did such a great job um, grinding through it and enjoying it and, and learning the game as best they could, especially like our middles and people who typically don't have the better ball control side of things. They, they did a great job and it was so fun to watch them progress and see how much they enjoy playing. It's fascinating, too, because, of course, beach is very 2v2, and you have to be mobile and athletic, like you mentioned. And just myself growing up in California, mm -hmm. I, I got to see it firsthand, and, and now you see programs like USC, UCLA, Florida State, always really good. Did, did it Was it something that you ever wanted to dabble in yourself as an athlete? And, and I guess just what do you enjoy most about playing both styles? Yeah, so that's actually like an – it's interesting to talk about because I remember – um, when Beach first started coming into the play of things, because um, I can't remember specifically of, I think it came in in like 2012 or 2011, but it wasn't something that people were necessarily looking at. Um, but I know at Campbell, like before I was graduating, I debated with my parents, like, do I try to go play Beach somewhere, even though I haven't necessarily played it fully and just, you know, go to have that experience and to continue my education? Or do I go into the coaching world and try to get my master's another way and to be because the biggest thing for me was I just wanted to be immersed in the sport like I don't want to give up the sport I don't I want to be around these people who are competitive and want to be better every single day no matter if it's on the court off the court I just love the environment of college athletics um and so obviously I ended up picking coaching um but when we have beach it, it's been interesting to say I you know I wonder like, what if? Would I have been any good at this? And I have a feeling I probably wouldn't have been very great at Beach. Well, one thing we do know is you're really good uh, at, at Campbell. And, and not only, you know, third all-time in digs, but, gosh, I'm thinking back to your senior year when you got the – not the game ball, but the honorary 1,000 career dig ball with Greg. And just as you kind of reminisce on some of those moments, um, I know in the moment as you're going through it, athletes never reflect on records and tradition and, and things like that. But – what, what do you kind of think now, just looking back on it, uh, of what you were able to accomplish and what your team was able to do those, those last couple of years? I mean, it's incredible, especially now in a coaching sense of where you actually appreciate the progression and the practice times and, like, all the details that you never think about as a player. Um, I'm actually sitting next to that ball right now. It's on my desk at my house. Um, so it's, it's, it's nice to see. I mean, I was never – a statistics driven kid. I mean, I wanted to be the best and like my goal would always be to outdig the girl on the other side, but I, I never really looked at what I was doing. I mean, my job is to make sure that no one scores and to make sure my teammates around me are better. Um, and they have energy. Like I really just wanted to be someone that my teammates could rely on and they could feel safe and that I could just do my job. Um, but I mean, when I do like 
I remember looking back a couple years ago, just trying to see like what I did end up with so that, because when you're doing your resume, you're like, do I have to list that? (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know. Like, do people actually look at stats once you're in the coaching world? Um, So I remember I I wrote that on just my first resume. um, And I, I forget that I got like third all-time digs. Like I forget about that. Um, and I mean, when I look at it now, I'm, I'm thrilled. Like, I, I love that my name is in the books and that hopefully, you know, I can stay at that high level in that historic realm. But when I think overall as a team and what Greg's accomplished with the whole staff, like he couldn't have done anything without the staff that he had in place. And I mean, he did a great job. The staff did a great job recruiting kids, um, that love Campbell. And I mean, there was so much progression from my freshman year to senior year, like it was a little slow start, and I mean, I don't remember a lot about freshman year other than just, you know, camaraderie, and I mean, we made it to the tournament, so that's, I just remember, like, getting snacked by Coastal's middle, she was like six seven. Absolutely. But other than that, I mean, just every year ends up running together, um, because it was such a wonderful experience, like, I wouldn't, like, I loved every moment of every tough time, and... But, I mean, senior year was definitely, like, our best performances. I think junior year um, got a little cut short than our potential that we that we had. Like, I, I 110% believe that that's the year that we should have won. But, you know, you can't control the past. And I still think, regardless, like, we put Campbell on the map uh, with, like, our class and the kids that are still there now. Like, they've just progressed so much. And the program's changed. The school's changed. Um, and they're just getting better each and every day. Kayla, I'm curious, you know, your senior year, you guys fell short in the tournament, but then got a unique call, let's say, because the uh, the NIVC was kind of in its infancy stage at that point, and uh, Campbell was able to get the bid out of the Big South. And, and take me through that. It's a couple of years away. How the coaches contacted you guys and, and got you ready last minute to prepare for that tournament. Oh, man, that was a whirlwind of a moment. But, I mean, it was such a – it was one of the best moments that could have happened, at least for Summer and I being seniors. I mean, we were under the impression that, you know, this was it. Like, I have to move on and look at what I can do um, for the rest of my life and uh, kind of just move away from that stage. But I remember Greg gave us a call. At, like, it was either like a Sunday night or like, I, I'm pretty sure it was like a Sunday night. And he called us and he was kind of giddy. And, you know, when your coach calls, you get a little nervous. Uh, you just never know like what's going to be on the other end. And so it was season was over. So I was like, uh, like, why is, why is Greg calling? Like, why is coach squirrel calling? And he picks up, I can hear him kind of grinning through the phone almost. And he just starts saying like, Hey, I got good news. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> He's like, going to NIVC. And I started screaming. Um, <laughs> I was pumped. I mean, I texted all my teammates, like who wants to go to open gym, like right now, Sunday night, 10 o'clock, like meet me in the gym. Um, like I was ready to go because it had been like at least a week or so that we had not practiced at all. Right, just because of how the the Big South tournaments yeah. usually before the, the rest of the conferences. So I, I just remember from our perspective, all of a sudden Greg sent uh, myself and I think Chris Downey at the time an email and was like, "Oh yeah, we're uh, heading up to West Virginia. We're going to play Temple and all them, and we're leaving tomorrow." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's almost how it went um, for us players, except for. Monday, like when we were leaving for West Virginia, I mean, that's like a six, seven, I can't even remember. It was a long bus ride is all I remember. And, but we practiced that morning, um, you know, kind of got loose. Uh, we got serve and pass at uh, West Virginia and then we played Temple. And I think it was, 
it was a very good experience to have. Like I, I encourage all, um, you know, all members of the NCAA, if you have a chance to play in a postseason tournament, it's, it's an experience that a player will never forget. Um, it elongates your season. And I know that there's money that gets involved into it, but I mean, just the experience alone will just take you so much further. Like it prepares you to be ready to play that long of a season for next year when you hope to aim and, and make it to the NCAA tournament. I mean, it's the NIVC is still a very competitive tournament. Um, but it was, it was a good experience. I mean, Temple was not our best game by any means, but we had seven freshmen. We had a lot of things working against us with not practicing for seven to eight days. Um, and that was out of no, that wasn't anyone's control. It was just, it didn't look like we were going to be in the tournament at all. And they gave us a last minute slot. And I think, and I thank Greg for taking that chance and for giving us that, that last game of, of my, my career. It's funny as a player, how you see it one way. Now as a coach, you see it kind of the other way as well. Kayla, I'm curious, when we talked a couple years ago on the last podcast we did, you were, you were mentioning that you and your twin brother obviously were connected at the hip, but that he was a big baseball guy. Your dad uh, also played baseball growing up, and you were, I, I think you described it as like a baseball girl growing up. You were always at every game supporting it. Uh, I, I'm curious what you think now, especially w without sports going on, without baseball, and, and where you go to find some entertainment, since I know you, you love baseball and volleyball so much. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, now that I was, I've been in the coaching world for like two years now, majority of my spring and my sports was going recruiting and, and meeting kids and training um, and doing those spring tournaments. And then, you know, on the off time, thankfully, when you work in a department, you can go to other games. And so now with sports, I mean, it's, it's just a crazy world that we live in. And I mean, like God has a plan for everyone, but the biggest thing is to just wait and make sure that everyone's making the right moves and and being safe. And I think a lot of the administration across the country is making the right decisions. Um, I love that the NCAA um, gave eligibility back to spring sports because I can't imagine having one less year of, of playing. And it, it's a big tragedy for those kids and even, even recruits. I mean, I feel bad for them because they just had so much handed to them with rule changes and now this situation, but you know, you gotta, you gotta just, work with it and you know day by day like all we can do is thank god that you know we have a, another day of life yeah there's a lot to figure out for sure but I, I like your attitude towards it um kayla you had a lot of standout moments and I, I know it's hard to think of one or two but something that stands out to me and you were pretty young at the time uh, as a sophomore but with your team making it to the conference finals in kind of upset <laughs> fashion and, and going to high point and, and winning some games like that what does that magical ride feel like as a player when you're in the tournament? And I guess conversely, when you're on the coaching side of things, getting ready for a conference tournament or a, a big matchup, how, how do you manage those emotions? Oh, uh, is a great question. And I wish I had the perfect answer for it. But, I mean, everyone's differently. And I, I feel like for myself, um, I'm always a very high-energy player. And so a lot of the time, I, I just choose not to look at the score. Um, because I feel like that just adds anxiety for, for myself. Like if I know it's game point, I'm like, Oh Lord, like I gotta make the, like, you just want to feel perfect at that point. And that's not how like volleyball is a game of errors, especially So like, it's going to happen. And like, everyone's going to make mistakes at some point, but the overall goal is to just think, you know, take a deep breath, 
play the game that you do every day. You practice it every day. You play it every day. It's something that it doesn't change any moment. Like one point is not a difference on any other point. You should be playing point one the same way you play point 25. Like you need to go all out all the time. And um, so one of my things is I try not to look at the score. I take a deep breath and I say I do it all the time. Like this is my game. That's a good mindset. I, I don't, you know, it's, it's hard for us to all do that, but it's definitely uh, admirable if you can try it. Um, Kayla, I want to end with, with just your thoughts too on the volleyball program, and and obviously this is a group that made the finals last year, as you kind of saw and watched it unfold. But just what this group's been able to do, and, and maybe your thoughts on being a part of Campbell and and how it's helped shape your future and your career here. Oh my gosh, being. Being a camel and being a part of Campbell Athletics has truly been like the best moments of my life so far. Um, and I wouldn't do anything to change that. I definitely think that people need to like looking back on it. There's some athletes that they don't appreciate like what they've been given or like the opportunities that they have. Um, and one of the greatest things that the NCAA put out a couple years ago is that majority of kids are like 2%, 3% of kids out of high school are going to play at such a high level. Um, and I think that people are forgetting about that now. Um, I think my experiences, like my, the program for business, like prepared me to be organized, how to, how to communicate with people. Um, and then just like with job experience, like Ricky Ray, uh, gave me my first job. Um, and I'm like internally grateful for that because the relationship that we built through the Astros and then not even just that, but as a, as an athlete, I mean, he built up my professional world he built up my like Campbell athlete experience I mean we didn't have many fans uh, my freshman year and then we just kept building every year with the things that they were doing in our marketing department um the things that you guys were doing behind the scenes with video you and Charles and and everyone like just every year with Campbell things got better there were more resources available for athletes um being a part of SAC I mean there's just so many ways that you can be involved in a school and still be a part of athletics. But overall, I think more so the people that impact my life, it's not as much the school, it's not as much volleyball, it's the people that you're surrounded by. And so I think the people that have helped me become the person I am today and to help me be confident in who I am are my coaches, Greg, I mean, Ashley, Alicia, Kat, um, and definitely, I mean, administratively, uh, Ricky's really done a lot for me. Uh, especially after school, and so I, I thank him truly for helping me get to where I am today. Well, Kayla, I, I don't know the next time Eastern and Campbell are going to square up on the schedule, but I, I imagine <laughs> it, it'd be fun either way. So we appreciate you uh, jumping on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Oh, yeah, anytime. Anything for as an alum. <laughs>